This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio, and that means you're listening to me, Deb Wolf. I'm the host of the show and have been for a very long time, actually. And I'm noticing how popular podcasts are getting. In fact, this show's gotten so popular on Spotify, it's fantastic. And I just want all the listeners to know, because there's new listeners every single show, I want you to know that if you have a question you want to ask me on air and you want me to answer it, all you have to do is send your voice clip to Deb, D-E-B, Deb, like my name, at PetLifeRadio.com. Just send me your voice clip. I will play it. You know, it might be a question like, why won't my cat eat this food? Or how come my dog doesn't like my new boyfriend? Or maybe my dog is doing something really peculiar and I want to know why he does that weird thing. Or my cat just does something strange and unexplained or something wonderful. Or maybe you want to tell me about something your dog or cat does that shows you their sense of humor. Because I see it all the time here at Camp Good Dog. I see dogs playing pranks on each other and playing little practical jokes on people and totally enjoying. Some dogs enjoy being dressed up in costumes, enjoying getting a laugh. So I want to know, do you see a sense of humor in your dog or your cat or somebody else's? And can you send me a voice clip about it? Deb at PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, so today's show, I want to talk about Halloween and Halloween safety. But I'm also going to have to talk about coyotes because lately people are feeding them. What is wrong with people? Why are they feeding wildlife? Okay, I know coyotes look like dogs. They look like medium-sized to small dogs. And they're very good at body language, communicating with their faces. Very, very good at sucking you in, people. Very good at doing that little biggie face and that oh, I'm so friendly face. And in fact, there really are almost the Academy Award winners of the dog world. They will pretend to be limping. They will pretend to be in heat. They'll pretend to be all kinds of things to trick your dog and then ambush him. So please keep in mind that coyotes are very wild. They're the original wild canine. They've been here longer than any other and they've adapted marvelously over the years. They've encroached on so much of human habitat. Well, we've encroached on them and they've thrived in, on our golf courses and our beaches and our railway tracks. These are all their highways. They have used what we've built to access the world. And they live everywhere humans live in North America. They're everywhere. If you don't see them, you're just not looking. They're mostly out at night, but not always. Dusk to dawn, which is a long time in winter up in the northern part of North America. That means they're out as early as four o'clock in the afternoon and maybe don't go back into their dens till eight the next day. There's a lot of time for the coyotes to be out looking for your cats. And because people have been feeding them, they're staying out for lunchtime, staying out for dinner time, going behind factories, going behind places where they know they'll get fed. So Prince George, it's your turn to suffer <laughs> from this action. You have got people feeding coyotes in Prince George, and now you've got coyotes biting people. So please, everybody, don't feed the coyotes. Clean up your garbage. Clean up your mess. Don't leave it behind. And no matter how cute they are, even if they seem to be doing dog tricks for you, do not toss them the end of your sandwich. Don't do it, or you'll be producing a problem that 
honestly, I mean, there's been children bit. There's been grown adults taken to the hospital with multiple wounds. You do not want to get that Instagram close up with a coyote because the next Instagram is going to be at the ER with your stitches. So please do not mistake these for tame animals. Okay, I'm going to go to break and come back and give you some Halloween information. But also, i got to talk about a couple huskies. Uh-oh, huskies on the loose, huskies on the run. I've heard of that before. Okay, stay tuned to Animal Party Pet Life Radio. We'll be back after commercial break. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back at Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Well, recently I went to the Mission Farmer's Market and I was wandering around and I just happened to see someone I know who was playing guitar, you know, paid to be there and make the music for the, for the, uh, for the event. So I joined him for a couple songs singing away and got to know him a little better. And now it's about a month after that and I get a message from a friend. You remember that guy, Lawrence, you were singing with at the Mission uh, Farmer's Market? Yes, of course I remember him. Great guitar. It was a fun day. Well, he's got a favor to ask you. Okay, so here's the favor. He lives up Hatsik Mountain. He lives up where the um, Sasquatch Ski Resort is. And he and his wife are just out having a nice little walk in the fall, enjoying the colors. And, of course, what do they find? Two huskies on the loose, having a good old time on a runabout, enjoying themselves on the mountain. So if you've lost two huskies, and they're very cute, they have interesting little ear tip colors, one brown, one black, very cute huskies. If you lost them, they have been found on Hatsik Mountain, and people would like them to go to their rightful home. But there's quite a good chance that they're not going to be found because we haven't noticed anything on Facebook. There's nobody seems to be looking for these two lovely, energetic, young huskies. So if you would like to have two huskies, <laughs> then, then there are two available over on Hatsik Mountain. And if you contact me, I'll be able to hook you up with how to rescue those huskies. So why would two huskies be running loose on a mountain? Well, that's the thing about huskies. You've probably seen them pulling sleds. You've probably seen them, and you probably get the idea that they love to run. Yes, they love to run. They're bred to run. That's their thing. Long distance, long journeys, big treks, exploration dogs. That's what they like, exploring new territory. Okay, that's their go-to. The way golden retrievers like to swim, the way certain guardian livestock dogs like to like maramas or like to protect the herd, the way border collies like to move the sheep. These dogs like to run and roam and have adventures. Have a husky. 
you must train it to come when called and you must train it to heal. Those are two things. And those will be the hardest two things you do. Everything else will be easy. Sit, paw, kindness with kids. All that will come easy for your husky. But not pulling on a leash <laughs> and coming when called are going to be your difficult, uh, difficult exercises. So you want to start that really soon. And if you want to go to Deb Wolf Pet Expert on YouTube, there's lots of tips on how to train dogs to come and how to train dogs uh, to heal on leash. All of that is easily done, but you're going to need to have a really strong reward for these Huskies. And I would suggest that if you have two, until they're super good and well-behaved and absolutely almost military precision on their come and their heel, until that happens, I would suggest let them off leash one at a time because they're not going to go on a walkabout without the other. These two are bonded. So keep one on leash, let the other one have a free run and switch and switch and switch. If you're in a closed area like a tennis court where the, you could close all the gates, yeah, let them have a good run or backyard. But until they're coming when called reliably 100%, don't go out in the woods and let them go because they'll end up on some mountain, <laughs> some lost and found site. Okay, going to go to one more break and then I'm going to come back and tell you all about Halloween, the most scary time of the year for dogs. Stay tuned on Animal Party at Life Radio. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, we're back on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. And I do want to tell you about Halloween, the scariest time of year for dogs and cats. So first of all, firecrackers, fireworks, bang, 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 bang. Sounds like a thunderstorm. Sounds like a military attack. Sounds like trouble to your dog or cat. What do they usually do when they hear trouble? They run and hide. That's the worst thing on Halloween. Running and hiding through traffic, through scary noises, and unpredictable situations. You don't want that. So, okay. Leashes. All dogs should be on leash. If you're opening the door and closing it again and your dog is greeting the people because he loves people, that's fine. Have a leash on him. Tie it to the banister. So if a firecracker goes off right when you open the door and he gets spooked, he's still tied to your banister. He's not three doors away or 10 miles away if he gets scared enough and the fires keep going and going and going. And every time he hears a bang, he runs a little more until he's absolutely exhausted and spent somewhere in the bushes. Now you've got your dog tied up so he won't escape. Or you can have a designated leash holder, but it should be an adult. So if you're minding the door and handing out candy and maybe you've got grandma sitting in a chair, she can have the dog leash. It doesn't have to be tied to a banister. But even though your dog might be friendly and might love Halloween, there's a really good chance something loud and scary might happen. 
a screaming, hanging toy that freaks him out or something. So definitely stop that. We don't want, and, and it happens every year. Almost every year, there's a dog or two here at Camp Good Dog waiting for us at the gate in the morning, the next morning. They're just neighbor's dogs. They just live somewhere in the area, but they get so freaked out. They run and they run and they run. Then they get lost. Then they follow their nose. They smell dogs and they find our place. And invariably, I'm trying to find their owners the next day. So you don't want that to be your dog. And you don't want your dog at the SPCA or the pound or getting hit by a car. So make sure that's happening. As far as cats go, you want them locked away in a room that's shut. And if you've got kids who are a little bit bratty or forgetful and might open the door, barricade it, lock it, make it so the kids can't accidentally go in there and let the cat out. You do not want your cat outside on Halloween with all this going on. Okay, now, oh my goodness, I hate this topic, but I have to cover it. If you have a black cat, Already, October 1st, the very beginning of this month, you should be really watching that black cat. Do not let that black cat out. If you can make that black cat a house cat for the month of October, fantastic. He will survive Halloween. If you do not, and he's out and about, and some awful person with a really bad idea finds him, he could be victimized really badly for the sake of a Halloween, uh, I guess, worship activity, if you will. Don't do it. You want your cat alive and well and healthy. And black cats are special targets. They are just so sought after at this time of year for horrible things. So keep your black cat inside. I have a black cat. Her name is Zena, and she does not like to be outside. Now, I live on five acres and it's got a huge fence around it. And the dogs keep the animals away. So the cats are pretty safe. Now, she doesn't really go to strangers and she doesn't really hang out on the driveway where odd people might find her. So I'm not too worried about her out here at Camp Good Dog. But when I lived in the city, if I had a black cat, I would have locked it in my bedroom for the month of October because there's just too many people about looking to do trouble to black cats. Okay. So having said that, we'll move on to nicer topics. Xylitol. Xylitol spelt is um, a sweetener that they put in a lot of candies, you know, to make them not so fattening for us. Xylitol is very dangerous for pets. So you want to make sure your dogs and cats are not picking up any scrap candies lying around. I mean, the candies have these cool wrappers that make cool sounds and they shine and they glimmer and they make cats really drawn to them to play with them and sort of bat them around the house and hide them under the carpet and chew on the ends. And all that is really not safe. The wrapper can end up in their intestines, but the xylitol can leak out and into their system. So be real careful. Your cats are not getting at wrappers or candies. And uh, the same is true for the dogs. The dogs will go for it because of the smell. And then they'll eat them with the wrapper and all sometimes. So that's terrible. And then you have chocolate. Do, do, do. Chocolate. I love chocolate. Most dogs are terribly affected by chocolate. There's a few dogs who can handle it. But most dogs, it's deadly. Really. Like that dark, beautiful chocolate. The richer, the darker, the more expensive the chocolate, the more deadly. So Make sure they're nowhere near chocolate bars. And that's hard to do on Halloween with kids, you know, take a bite of one. They don't like it. They throw it in the grass. Well, your dog's going to find that. So be real careful. Rake up the lawn the next day. Have your dogs on leashes for a few days after Halloween because there's going to be scraps of chocolate everywhere. Firecrackers or, or different explosive little things that haven't quite gone off yet. There's going to be those around. There could be broken glass. So I would say walking at night probably isn't the best idea. You know, walk where you can see for a few days until things are cleaned up and more organized. Maybe November 5th is kind of when we calm down after Halloween and we can let our black cats out. We go for walks at night and not worry about finding all kinds of food garbage and scraps that'll hurt our dogs and cats. Okay, so now if you're going to dress up your pets, 
Some pets like it. Some pets have a sense of humor and they love to be part of the fun. You can get your dog or cat used to it real easy by doing a very easy, simple costume. Simplest, easiest, least intrusive costume you can think of and put it on just for a few seconds. Take the picture and take it off. Give the cat a little bit of a reward, you know, one of those temptation treats or give the dog a bit of beef jerky and tell him how great he is and just end right there. 10 minutes later, do it again. 15 minutes later, do it again. Make it short and fast and fun. Okay, so now as you're doing it more and more, they start to think, oh, costume means treat. Oh, I like this. Costume's good attention and I get cuddles. Oh, this is good. And you can start to leave it on a little longer. And you might even scale up. So instead of it just being a bandana, it might be a hat and a bandana <laughs> or, or a cape. Always make sure that they can walk easily, that their shoulders and arms move great, that that they can urinate and defecate with no problems, that nothing's covering their eyes or their ears or their mouth, that nothing's hanging off that they might bite or ingest. Be very, very careful with the costumes you pick. And less is always more when it comes to costumes. So that's a big one. And then when you pick your children's costumes or your decorations, just be mindful that you're not picking things that the cats will have to chase and catch and eat, right? Don't pick fluttery, shiny things. You know, just think about it when you pick your costumes. And that way you'll have a whole lot more fun on Halloween and you'll be totally safe. Watch out for the candles and the pumpkins. It's a good idea to get one of those fake candles instead. If you're doing jack-o'-lanterns, I know it's been all over the internet that, you're, that your pumpkin will last longer if you dunk it in bleach. But that's really bad because pumpkins are food to wildlife, food to my goats. They're food to a lot of animals. They're food to your dogs. So it's much better if you want your pumpkin to be preserved, soak it in vinegar. That way, afterwards, if a raccoon or something gets at it in the garbage or goes to the landfiller, you can put it right in your compost. And the vinegar is no problem for anybody, but it will preserve the pumpkin longer. Okay, I think I covered everything to do with Halloween. I hope so. If you have a Halloween question or any other question for me or a suggestion or a guest request or an example of your dog or cat showing sense of humor, please definitely send me your voice clip. Deb at PetLifeRadio.com and we'll play it on the air. So lately I've been taking lots of YouTube videos of the brand new puppies. They were born last week when I was supposed to be on the air live doing a radio show. So I had to, oh, I had to play a backup show, but that's okay. Cause we had a whole bunch of puppies born, beautiful golden doodles, two boys, four girls. So there's six of them. And as you probably remember, I had eight golden doodles born months ago and most of them have been adopted. I have three left available for adoption and I'm taken lots of videos of them. Uh, recently, I threw them a bunch of new toys and just filmed their reaction. And that got so many hits on YouTube. It was crazy. So if you want to see Golden Doodles playing with new toys or nursing from their mom or any of the things we film at Camp Good Dog, which is dogs having fun and cats doing crazy things, check it out at Deb Wolf, Pet Expert on YouTube. And we're also on Facebook at Camp Good Dog. We post pictures and videos of all the campers at Camp Good Dog. So you can check us out there too. All right, everybody. For me, Deb Wolf, I hope you have a very safe and happy Halloween. And if you're interested in those two huskies, let me know. Because they're looking for a home and they are adorable. I mean, just what a husky should be. Bright and, you know, prickly ears and, and their eyes are so alert and they're standing there looking like they're just ready to party. They're ready to have a good time, these two. They really are long-legged and beautiful dogs. Beautiful, beautiful dogs. So if you think you might have room in your life for two huskies, adorable, fit, lovely huskies, good nature, 
because the people who've taken them in are saying they're just lovely. They don't have any behavioral issues. They're enjoying them immensely. So if you want a fully trained husky who needs come recall, <laughs> definitely um, uh, a little bit of training and you'll have some perfect dogs. Let me know. All right, everybody, for me, Deb Wolf and Pet Life Radio and Animal Party, our wonderful show here, be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.